the Abrahamic blessing on the Gentile is connected to Christ. Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law. He's been made a curse for one. It is written, curse is every man that hang on the tree. That the blessings of Abraham will come upon the Gentiles through what? Jesus Christ. We got connected to Abrahamic blessing through Christ. Because there were two sides of the Abrahamic blessing. The natural and the supernatural. The Jewish people are enjoying the natural. We are enjoying from the supernatural. So you cannot get Abrahamic blessing unless you are in the supernatural. Outside Christ, it is very difficult to have. You can still have a form of blessing. But the Bible said the blessings of the Lord make it rich. And you will add no sorrow. Which means that other blessing has sorrows attached. What is the conclusion of the matter? After you fast and you pray and you seek the face of God in your spirit, uh, it can be as if you are getting the thing tomorrow. Hallelujah. It can come. The, the shell bombs and the goose pimples, the physical feelings. Hallelujah. Sometimes it comes with visions. It comes with dreams. But what about God decide to stretch it a little bit? Amen. He came to speak to Abraham as if Abraham, you see, by the time somebody comes and said, your descendants are going to be like the stars. You think that every year you have one child. By the time God comes and says, look at the stars, your descendants will be like that. That particular sign is as if every year you are going to have one child. And by the time he says your descendants are going to be like stars, he come back and then take you to the sea and say your descendants will be like the sun at the seashore. It means that you are going to have children every six months you have to have a child. But after he spoke, he returned and gave you a child after 30 years. Is somebody here what I'm talking about here? Amen. I am not saying your blessing is going to be 30 years. Yours can come after church. Yours can come even once I'm preaching. Yours can come, but whatever it is, your faith must be intact. Because I'm going to take you to the Abrahamic line. Abraham as an example. I am going to conclude or maybe continue the message on faith 101. Are you getting what I'm talking about? It's a very crucial one. The Bible said that just shall live by faith. Say that with me. Say that with me. Say that just shall live by faith. Say that with me. The just shall live by faith. When Jesus Christ resurrected from the dead and was ascending to heaven, he left us a permanent defeated devil. Did you hear, did you hear what I said? I said permanent what? Defeated devil. He is left with three tricks now. Fear. Hmm? Fear. Everybody say fear. Deception. And lies. These are his three powerful weapons. Hallelujah. So sometimes he comes in the opposite way God is talking to you. When God says you are here, he says you are not here. Then he uses symptoms to let you feel like you are not here. Now, when God says you are here and you still feel the symptoms, one of them is a lie. But you have to decide which is a lie. You didn't catch what I said. Something inside you is saying that mm, there is a pain. God says, he took your infirmities and bear your sickness. Either God is lying or the devil is lying, but you have to make the choice. Now, if you choose that God's one is true, then you must ignore his symptoms. Because can I give you a trick? Sometimes one of the fastest ways to send him out of your territory, make sure you don't give him attention. Let me put it that way. Are you getting it? One of the fastest ways to deal with the devil is to ignore him. 
he is manifest all right, he is jumping all right, but you live as if it does not exist. If we don't get into that, then he's going to use feeling and manifestation to rob us of our blessing. Are you getting what I'm talking about? Huh? Because after we prayed for you and you are still manifesting in symptoms, it does not mean the prayer did not work. What things, whatever you desire, when you pray, believe the spiritual that you receive, you receive, you have received it in the spirit, then you will have it. That is a physical. But you have already received it in the spirit. Anyway, let me not divert. Somebody said, the just shall live by faith. What did I say? I said, the just shall live by faith. <laughs> it means that the Bible is saying that the believer, the believer, the believer, everybody say the believer. The one that has been justified. The word just is simply the one that has been justified. The word justified means just as if you have never made a mistake. The benefit of receiving Jesus Christ as your personal savior. The day you become born again, God call you the just or the righteous. Now, the just means that just as if you have never done any mistake. If any man is in Christ, he is a new creature. All things have passed away. Behold, mm, all things have become what? So, when the Bible says the just shall live by faith, it is one of the scriptures that has repeated itself by different writers, right from the Old Testament, travel to the New Testament four times in the Bible. In fact, most of the theologians say that most of the epistles of Apostle Paul is centered on that scripture. The first time we heard that scripture was a prophetic word. It was spoken by a prophet. In Habakkuk chapter 2 verse 4, the prophet said that the just shall live by his own faith, not faith. The just shall not live by faith. The first time it was prophesied, I like the way Habakkuk put it. Behold, his soul, which is not, which is, which is lifted up, is not upright to him. But the just shall live by his own faith. I like that helping him His own faith. Tell somebody, your own faith. Your own faith. Which means that there is a place you come to. God will not accept somebody's faith for your breakthrough. Kanima Shotapaya. Oh, ma, 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 ma. I think I have to go to the people here. I don't know what you are looking for. Sometimes you accept my faith for your breakthrough. Sometimes you accept your husband's faith. Sometimes you accept your wife's faith. But there's a place you come to. Sometimes he will not accept anybody's faith. Yet when you start, he will make sure you are hanging on other people's faith. He will make sure you are drinking milk. He make sure you are eating SMA beach nuts. But there's a certain point you come to that. You must live by your own faith. And the just shall live by his own faith. So anytime all the great man has laid hands on you and nothing is changing, it means that God demands your faith. Habakkuk chapter 2 verse number huh? 4, the just shall live by his own faith. And Paul began to write on this scripture. Romans chapter 1 verse 17, Apostle Paul repeated it. He said that, I am quoting you from the Old Testament. Romans 1 17, he said that, for therein is the righteousness of God revealed from faith to faith. The righteousness of God is revealed from faith to faith. It is written, it is written. It means that he quoted from something. It is written that just shall live by what? Faith. All the New Testament guys were quoting from the Old Testament. That is why Jesus came and said, I didn't come to condemn the law. I came to fulfill it. 
So Apostle Paul quoted from Habakkuk and said that it is written, I like the way another scripture, another translation, he said it is evident. So he quoted it when he was writing a letter to the church in Rome and told them that, listen, it doesn't matter how you sum us up, it doesn't matter who lay hands on you, it doesn't matter who speak to your name, it doesn't matter the prophecy. He said even the manifestation of your prophecy is as the mercy of your faith. He said, Timothy, by the prophecy that has come upon you, thou mightest by them war a good warfare. You cannot be in warfare if you are not a faithful child of God. It is faith that steps into warfare because faith itself is a fight. The only fight we are permitted to fight is the fight of faith. And when you engage in a faith fight, God calls it good fight. I'm preaching. Tell somebody good fight. It means that when you are not fighting the faith fight, you are in a bad fight. The only fight God calls a good fight is a faith fight. The enemy has shown up. He's trying to steal something from you. You are standing and saying, no way. You can't touch my child. You can't touch my wife. You can't touch my business. You can't touch it. It's as if he has touched it, but you are saying, no, you can't take it. He was trying to write a letter to the Galatian church and also told them in Galatians chapter 3 verse 11 that listen to me, what I wrote to the Romans, I'm writing the same thing to you. What I wrote to the Romans, I'm not changing. Galatians chapter 3 verse 11. But that no man is justified by the law. You cannot be justified by the law. There were some Jewish people around that were even saying that you must be circumcised and all kinds of things. And they said that, but that no man is justified by the law in the sight of God. It is evident, it is evident that the just shall live by faith. This is the fourth time this scripture is quoted. He told the church in Galatia that, that, listen, it doesn't matter what it is, sitting in church and not living by faith, it's making sure Satan rob you of your portion. Because everything God promises you is delivered on the platform of faith. One of the most important scriptures, listen, that's what I told you that. The, as far as I'm concerned, it's the most powerful verse in the Bible. And that verse says that, God cannot lie. No verse in the Bible, if you can catch that one, that's it. And so, on, in the context of what I said that you just clapped, I want to define faith as believing that God is telling the truth. It means that when God says you are healed, it doesn't matter the symptoms you see because God said it. Even if you have to go to the grave, you believe what God has said. So faith is believing that God is telling the truth. The reason that you believe is that he cannot lie. Has God made any promise to you? Then he cannot lie. He can't. No scripture can be compared to that scripture. If you quote Revelation about that scripture, you'll find it easy to believe God. God cannot lie. So Abraham, if I say I've given you a child, I'm going to give you a child. Even if it's 30 years, I cannot lie. Now, watch this. The reason why you have to believe God cannot lie is that Satan can let you feel like he's lying. At the time, Eve took the fruit and he was eating it. He was trying to tell God a liar. If I'm going to make another strong one, it's very strong, but you have to take it. Anytime you doubt God, you are saying he's lying. That is why doubt is a sin. Apostle Paul said in the book of Romans that whatsoever is not done in faith is sin. 
And the reason why it's not done in faith is that you are doubting God. And so the greatest sin is not even eating the fruit, but not believing what God has said. That is why I told you that God's greatest pleasure is not to give him offering. God's greatest pleasure is not when we are marrying you at the altar. God's greatest pleasure, anytime you see God sit in heaven and cross his leg and he's drinking tea, his greatest pleasure is when you believe him. Now listen to me. If you can have pleasure on anything, you can also have a pay. What is his greatest pay? God's greatest pleasure is when you believe him. His greatest pain is when you doubt him. So this is how it works. Anytime you doubt God, he shed little tears. He wished you believe. Jesus Christ wept about three times in the Bible. I'll give you two. The first time he wept, he wept on Jerusalem. And the reason he wept is that they don't know their time of visitation. It means that they were walking in unbelief. He wept also at Lazarus' tomb. And at the same time too, the people did not believe that he could raise him. Martha looked at Jesus and Jesus told him that your brother will rise. And Martha, the spirit of Martha is in the church. That is why I told you at the all night that don't postpone your miracle. Martha's spirit is a spirit that postponed the miracle. Even when the one that carried the miracle is in front of the person. Your brother will rise. And Martha said, I know in the resurrection he will rise. So he has moved the thing from faith to hope. And hope is a very good waiter, but a bad receiver. So Martha is saying that, I know in the resurrection my brother will rise. Jesus Christ said, what is the resurrection you are talking about? I am the resurrection and the life. The resurrection you are postponing is standing in front of you. So don't postpone it. Get it now. Oh, I don't know why you are looking at me some way. I am the resurrection. I am your healer. Now, the word I am and that I am, it depends on what you call him he is. When you say, yeah, when you say, I, you are my healer, he comes to heal you. Huh? When you say, you are my deliverer, he comes to deliver you. So, it depends on who you put him. It depends on how you put him. I am the resurrection. He postponed the resurrection. He was standing in front of the man that carried the key to the resurrection. But he said, I know you will rise in the future. It is dangerous to act on faith. And it is dangerous that the time you act on faith, you are still confessing hope. Because hope can only see the future. But hope cannot bring the future to the present. It is faith that brings the future to the present. That is why the two of them must work together. But when the time comes for you to to step into faith, don't keep on hoping. Very simple teaching. Hallelujah. It is evident. Everybody say evident. For the just shall live by what? Now, when he quoted the last one, there is so much revelation in the scripture I'm going to quote. The book of Hebrews is a very mysterious book. The revelation inside is so powerful that God didn't permit even Paul to put his name on it. The language looked like him. The sound looked like Paul. But it is the only book in the Bible that we can find a writer. God did not permit the writer to put his name there. It's a very powerful book. And when the apostle Paul was quoting from the book of Hebrews, he quoted it with a condition. Hebrews chapter 10 and verse number 38, he said that, Now the just shall live by faith. But if the just begin to live by faith and draw back, 
God said, my soul will have no pressure in him. So this scripture put a responsibility on us to make living by faith a lifestyle. How many are hearing what I'm preaching now? They just shall live by faith. But if he draws back, if he starts living by faith and stop living by faith tomorrow, I will also reject him. My soul will have no pleasure in that child. My soul will have no pleasure in him. So faith is not expected to be something like an experience. Faith must be a lifestyle. Lifestyle of faith. It shouldn't be an experience. I was sick. And then I believe God and God healed me. Okay, that's good. But you can also believe God that you don't fall sick at all. It's called working in divine health. And so you are living it like a lifestyle. People are faith to sow, but they don't have faith to receive. It's another message we have to develop and, uh, and, and preach it. Some of you can pay your title right. You're a very faithful title. Some of you give your seed. When we are setting in you come. Now, anytime we say, we, we want some people to sow a seed and so that we can roof a church building and you come, you are stepping to faith to do that because sometimes the reason why you give in church is that you give by faith. Hallelujah. So the, the, the giving faith makes you come back and sometimes even when you don't have the money, you go to the scripture that says God will give seed to the sower. So there are people who don't have the money at the time but they, they, they take a step of faith and after that God gave them the seed and they, then they, they come to sow. But many people have the giving seed, the giving faith, but they don't have the receiving faith. How do I know that? Much as you are a tighter and you are a giver, anytime you face financial crisis, the first thing that comes to your mind is go and borrow. Let me get out of that. It looks like you don't like that one, but let me get out of that. So what is the receiving faith? Do you remember the scripture that said that he asked and received not? Not that I didn't give, you did not receive. You asked and received not. Let me tell you something. The, the things that bring breakthroughs in the kingdom, they are very simple. If you step into faith, you will do things beyond human understanding. Because faith is the only law that permits you to walk in something you don't have it, but you believe it will happen. I submit to you that without faith, you are bound to fail. Because faith will take you to hospital and the doctor will say something and you will despise it. Anytime you go to the hospital, the doctor tells you something negative. It's a fact. And fact only rule in the natural. But there's another backbone of life in the spirit and it is called faith. Oh, somebody's listening to what I'm talking about. So let me put it this way, you understand. It is a fact that gravity will not let you jump and stay up. If you go to the moon and you jump, you are going to go, go, go. Nobody knows where you will end. But on earth, gravity does not permit you to jump. And gravity is what lets you jump and come up. Now, some of the discovery of the, those guys who were study of science, Isaac Newton, Isaac Archimedes, and those guys, they came out to the law that the reason why you jump and you come back is that there's a law called gravity. And gravity does not permit you to come up. But assuming we settle for that Newton's law, then we will not fly an aircraft. It means that God said, 
I put the law of gravity there, but I also put another law there that can overcome gravity. And it's called the law of aerodynamics or the law of lift. So facts say that you are sick, but there's another law that conquered the sickness. It's called by his stripes you are But if you don't understand the law, you will settle for what they are talking about. It means that no sickness has the power to kill you. And the father he killed others, that's what means will kill you. Because you know something they don't know. 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 The confidence in making them fly an aircraft is that. Gravity is there. And if I've ever seen in an aircraft, even when the plane takes off, you see a battle between gravity and aerodynamics. So if you want to operate in the faith, God never said faith will be easy. He never said that. Never. He never said that. He said we must room at tribulation to enter the kingdom. That is why he said, he added, he said the faith you are going to engage in is a fight. It's a fight. And if anything that is a fight is not easy. I believe that is why there's a lot of money in boxing. Because one blow can let a spirit of Atasi Atasi come upon you. I was watching something between my Tyson and somebody. Tyson gave the guy a blow. The guy immediately has not taken alcohol. He became drunk. When they took him, he went like this. Boom, he woke up. When he went to work, boom, he woke up. This is a, a Kutruku Academy blow. Not castle break and chill up here. One blow. Can make you a drunker. And sometimes, in the fight of faith, you receive a blow. Amen. It does not mean you have lost. I've seen boxers that they knock them down, they rise up, come to fight back and win. Yeah. That is what one of the prophets said that. Your enemies must not rejoice over you because you fall. God said, if you fall seven times, he has put something in you for you to jump up again. Because you are more than a conqueror. You are not a defeated one. Or oh, somebody's not here, know what I'm talking about. I don't really feel like firing, but I want to put something in your spirit. Rejoice not over me, my enemies. If I fall, I shall arise. I shall arise. I shall arise. If I sit in darkness, the Lord shall be a light unto me. And that is my confidence in working with God. Not that I cannot fall, but in case I fall, I have the capacity to rise. And it is called the spirit of faith. The spirit of faith will not accept no for an answer. It will not accept defeat for an answer. It will not accept failure for an answer. No matter the fall that they get up again, shake themselves and dust themselves up and get on the move. So this is the faith walk. If the enemy walk, uh, enemy knock you down. If you cannot fly, run. If you cannot run, walk. If you cannot walk, crawl. Just make sure that you are on the move. If you are clapping for Jesus, he just gave you something. The danger 
It's when you fall and you stay there. That when God can do anything with your life. God said, no matter what, make sure you are moving. If you cannot run, if you cannot fly, run. Make a move. Somebody collapsed in his room. And he said, I couldn't walk. But because the crawling, there are two different kinds of crawling. You can crawl on your knees and you can crawl on your belly. The military one, eh? I was watching a military training. And part of the training is that you have to be able to do this. And I asked them, they said, it's a training that whilst you are going like this, eh? There is a light bullet on your, at, at, at a certain inches on your head. Because the enemies are firing the bullet. So part of the training is that if you lift your head a little bit, the bullet will take your head off. So they give you a training with a light bullet and they say, crawl like this. Crawl. Until you cross the enemy line. Somebody must understand what I'm talking about. Today, if the devil has knocked you down, make sure you are crawling. There is a light bullet on your head. But don't lift your head up. As you crawl on the ground, you will make the bullet of the enemy. Until you locate where the enemy is, somebody is understanding what I'm talking about. Give somebody a high five and say, make sure you're on a move. Make sure, make sure, make sure. Don't stay there. 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 If they divorce you, marry again and continue. If they say they will marry you, take another man. If they say they will, they fire you from where? Get another job. No matter what it is, don't stay there. Make sure you are in a move. Don't allow your enemy to rejoice over you. The devil is a liar. You are not a failure. You are more than a conqueror. You are not a failure. You cannot fail. There is no failure arrangement in you. God didn't program failure in you. Go program sources in you. I know the plans I have for you. Plans of good and not of evil. To give you a hope and a future. I am what God says I am. I can do what God says I can do. Because I am a child of God. Sit down, sit down, sit down, sit down. I tell you, the devil is in trouble this morning. That enemy that wants to laugh at you. They are in trouble this morning. God is arranging something in the spirit. God is saying you will bounce back. You are going to bounce back. You will bounce back in the marriage. You will bounce back in the business. You will bounce back in academic work. The devil cannot keep you down. You are more than a conqueror. Ah! God is a captivity tenor. When the Lord shall turn again the captivity of Zion, we shall be like them that dream. Tomorrow by this time you will dream. Drop a scripture in my spirit. I heard it like tender from heaven. And the Bible said, and, jo and Joseph dreamed again another dream. May you go home and dream another dream. It doesn't matter the dream you dreamed, they were angry. Dream another dream. 
another scripture has come to my spirit. Another scripture has come to my spirit. And something's hair begin to grow. 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 Somebody, your hair is growing again. The enemy showed your hair. But I come by the prophetic say, and I say, your head will draw in again. You will shut the pillars. You will kill the enemies. You will slaughter them. Your head is growing. tell you this the enemies never knew the head can grow again they thought they shave it and they thought that is the end but the Bible said the head begin to grow they knock your business they knock your academic work and they thought that is the end of you but today I prophesy to you that right now your head is growing again May the Lord do something new with your life. Don't sit down. You were divorced, so what? Marry again. God is not interested in your complaint. Your boyfriend left you, dress nice, another man will locate you. It is nonsense for you to sit down and cry. And always crying on somebody who doesn't think about you. Don't cry on somebody who doesn't think about you. Don't cry on somebody who doesn't mind you. Because your hair is growing again. And something here begins to grow. Rejoice not over being my enemies. Receive grace. Let us give your enemies a chance to rejoice over your life. Say your husband love you, he left you. So you are always looking haggard. You are looking ugly. You are messing with your life. You are thinking of the guy who doesn't think about you. Hey girl, I tell you to get up and shave your hair. Go to the saloon and do your hair. Look attractive and do something for your life. Don't give your enemy chance to rejoice over you. The devil is a liar. I said the devil is a liar. You are not that child of God. You are not that kind of a child. No devil will rejoice over you. Those who want to see you alive, they will see you and bow down their head and say, Give the Lord a scream. Sit down. Somebody say, On what authority do you have the right to preach like this? Yes, I have the authority. When the devil knocked about door in Tama, I could have sit down and cry. But I didn't allow the enemy to rejoice over me. I woke up and walked into Pram Pram by the finger of God, by special grace of God, and look what the Lord has done. You have cried enough. Thank God for tears, but it's time to dry your tears and cut down from your security and begin to make a move. Why sit we here till we die? Why sit we here till we die? Why sit we here till we die? And the lepers begin to make a move. 
Jesus. 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 God is shifting some things in the spirits. God is mercy the camp of the enemy. God is mercy the camp of witchcraft. God said, You can't laugh over my children again. Is somebody hearing what I'm talking about? This word is for you. 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 Arise and shine. Arise and shine. This morning, I tell you to arise and shine because your light has come. It doesn't matter where you are. The glory of the Lord. is great. God has put the greater one in you. Hey. What about that? Maybe the challenge is great. But greater is he that is in you. out of that prison. Somebody's coming out of that side. Somebody's coming out of that shame. Somebody's coming out of that reproach. Today is your spiritual birthday. Rejoice and again I say rejoice. This is what the enemy has been doing in our life. Anytime you keep crying and crying and crying, hell is rejoicing. So in the Bible, man of God, that David returned, and the Bible says in Ziglak, hey. ah, the Malachite has come to invade, take their wife and children. You can take a man's everything, but not his wife. Hey. If I touch everything I have, I don't touch this girl. Hey. <laughs> it's the most precious thing I have in life. Apart from God, don't touch her. No, 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 no. That is the one that massage me when I get tired. How many of you understand what I'm talking about here? No, so no problem, no problem, no problem. Now get it, no problem. And David them begin to weep. And for the first time, the Bible said they weep until they have no strength to weep. But in the midst of that, David encouraged himself in hey. Today, I tell you to encourage yourself in the Lord. Go encourage yourself in man. Go encourage yourself in your pastor. Encourage yourself in the Lord. It doesn't matter what the enemy has thrown at your territory. Encourage yourself in the Lord. There is a God that you can put your strength, you can put your trust, you can put your confidence, and you can have courage in that God. And David encouraged himself in the Lord. Because listen, sit down and hear this. Sit down, sit down. If you weep, your wife will not come. Mm. If you weep, your children are not coming. Mm. Thank God for weeping, but it doesn't solve problems. That's why we begin to make a move 
Faith acts. Faith acts. Faith acts. After you hear acts, David stopped crying. Carried himself in the Lord. Said, "Bring me the effort." He said, "Lord, God could have been quiet seeing him cry. He's the one who has solution to your problem. All the people you are complaining to, they are multiplying your sorrows." Learn to go to your room and put one chair here and put another chair here and say, Lord, you say I should come for us to reason together. Sit down and let's talk. Oh, somebody didn't understand what I'm talking about. That is the way sometimes I handle the rasa. I say, Papa, you say I should come for us to reason. This is your chair. Sit down. What do you say about this matter? You have to walk around gossipers and complain all your problems until they add and subtract and spread it out and start grieving your spirit. Now go to God and complain. I tell you something about God. If you tell him your secrets, you will keep it. You keep it as a secret. Nobody will know about it. Tell God. Stop crying. Try your tears. No. I'll say that again. Your wife left you. There are women here looking for husband. Your husband left you. Oh, somebody is dying for you. But as long as you are crying, nothing will change. If you can't fly, run. If you can't run, trot. If you can't trot, walk. If you can't walk, crawl. Make sure you are in a move. Because what is the wisdom it does? The one that starts crawling stand the chance to start wake up and start walking. And if they walk and they walk and they walk, God can give them grace because I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. God can give them grace to start trotting. And from the trotting, they will start getting Hussein both anointing and start running. And from running, oh, they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They will mount at its wings and begin to fly. But, 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 make sure you are in a move. What is the conclusion of the matter? Stop, stop crying. Stop complaining. Be on a move. Anywhere you fail, you can also succeed. Everywhere. In fact, one of the reasons why God loves you is that you can only become a failure when you try something. So if you try nothing, you can fail in nothing. Anybody who has ever written examination doesn't know how to fail exams. But if you have written something and failed, it means that you have made an attempt. And God believes in that. David encouraged himself in the Lord. Lord, shall I pursue them? God said, will you deliver them to my hand? He said, I will doubtless deliver them into your hand. That was the first time I heard God speaking like that. He said, pursue, overtake, and recover all. And my Bible said, David, recover all. Listen, this is the conclusion of the matter. Faith, yes, I told you, 
Faith does what? So now you are hearing what I'm preaching. Faith, yes. Faith does what? Yes. Abraham, leave your father and your mother and go to a land that I will show you. Tell somebody, faith, yes. Yes, I said it in one of the teachings. I started with it. I can end with it. Faith, yes. Genesis chapter 12, verse 1. Faith, yes. Now, the Lord has said, who is talking? Abraham. So, cancel Abraham's name and put your name there. The Lord has said to Vicky. The Lord has said to Gloria. The Lord has said to Elizabeth. The Lord has said to... Oh, 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 oh. I want to deliver you, but I can't deliver you where you are crying. I can't deliver you where you are. I mean, every time depressed and oppressed and suppressed, compressed and oppressed. He said, I can get you out of your country and from your kindred and from your father's house onto a land that I will show you. I love this one. So God spoke and Abraham heard it. God spoke and Abraham did what? Heard it. God spoke and Abraham did what? Heard it. One of the problems is that the reason why I believe you are not acting is that you are not hearing. And sometimes you are hearing all right, but you are not acting. God said it in Genesis chapter 12, verse 1, by chapter 4. Abraham is acting. Faith act. Faith act. Chapter 4. Faith act. And Abraham did what? Say it very loud. Abraham did what? What did God say in chapter 1? Yeah, chapter 12, verse 1. No, 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 no. Chapter 12, verse 1. God said what? Genesis chapter 12 verse 1. What did God say to Abraham? So it means leave. Get the out means what? Leave. And chapter 4, Abraham did what? What God said to you, have you acted on it? Have you acted on what God said? Are you only looking at the physical? Is somebody hearing what I'm preaching now? Marco Dabaya. Now, this is the interesting thing about this scripture. When Abraham left, he did not know where he was going. It is only faith that challenges the unknown. Faith is not afraid of the unknown. Abraham did not know where he was going. I don't know the man that had supposed to marry me, but I am not afraid. I can buy a wedding gown when nobody has proposed. Because faith challenged the unknown. Give me Hebrews chapter 11 verse 8. Watch this. Hebrews chapter 11 and verse number 8. Hebrews is what talks about the heroes of faith. By faith. By what? By faith. By faith. When he was called to go out into a place which he should after receive for an inheritance, obeyed obeyed and he went out not knowing where he went you are the only one who want the details before you move and that is why God has a problem with you arise go to Bram Bram and raise me a retreat center no money nothing in account and this boy begin to move God told me I never ask you to get money to build. Believe me to build. And that is a result of what you keep seeing. Now. If you are clapping, something is coming to your territory. 
This is it. Pastor Martin was there. Terry was there. I have a pastor friend, Liberty Chapel. Many years ago in Abosoka, I was preaching there. His associate pastor has married for about 12 years without a child. In the course of the prophetic move, I heard God very clear. I turned to the woman and I said, go and buy baby's coat. The pastor told me, when you said me, you see me. He said, does prophet know what he's talking about? And he said, what tell him, shut up. That's why he's talking as a prophet. And in the foolishness, of obeying because if you are ready to walk by faith you must be ready to sound as you are dummy this is one of my definitions of faith it is foolishness that proved to be sensible later on this is the foolish aspect of it they saw camels as park. Those days, when we were moving from a, a, a place, we see care track. And then we see bed. And then we see sofa. They know you are moving. This, those days was camel. So they saw a camel being loaded. So people came around. Abraham, what's going on? Say, I'm leaving. Oh, wow. Oh, we are going to miss you. Where are you going? I don't know. Oh. No, Abraham, we, we want to come and visit you. Where are you going? I don't know. Okay, but who said go? A God. Where is he? In heaven. They say, please, take your son to hospital. Something is happening to you. Foolishness that proved to be sensible. That land that Abraham obeyed to go, it's what we call today Israel. How do you know that? Watch this. Watch what he say. By faith. When he was called to go out into a place which he should after receive as an inheritance. So before it was not his inheritance, it is when he moved that God credited to his account. Now listen, whatever God is going to give to you, somebody is already occupying it. It takes faith for you to get it. The land of Israel, people were already there. But the God that land belongs to decided that if you act by faith, he will give it to you. Somebody said a joke. He said that when God told Abraham, as far as you can see, I have given the land to you. If it's about time, Abraham took have taken a helicopter or a jet and start flying. The mountains in Israel are not the highest mountains in the world. It means that if, 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 if Abraham went to stand on the highest mountain, he cannot still see all the demarcation of the land. So God is not talking about physical eye. He said, Abraham, as far as your spiritual eye can see, what do you see for your future? The business that you are doing, what do you see about the business? The guy you are courting to marry, what do you see? Some people have not married yet, but they already see divorce. Faith, yes. Faith, that's what? Acts. Abraham departed. Everybody say departed. No, 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 no. You are not here. Abraham did what? Say very loud. Say departed. Huh? He acted. He heard what God has said. And he acted. It didn't make sense. Kweku Abraham, where are you going? He said, I don't know. Ooh. And the Bible began to make a move. It was afterward that God gave to him as an inheritance. 
Can I tell you this? Sometimes, God will not give you the details. Until you make a move. Everybody can laugh at you. But if it's God that said it, act on it. Thank God. There is a place of confession. But thank God much more for profession. Don't just confess and stay there. Act. If God said, build a house and next year by this time don't be a tenant even if it's a quarter plot of land get it okay if you come back today and ask me how many acres of land we have here actually I don't know I can't tell you I need to put all them together but our first exit here we were only given 10 acres later they added 20 and they added and God keep adding and God keep adding. So listen. Listen. My brother came to me, my junior brother, many years ago and said, my rent is expired. And I really want to help me to rent a house. I said, what about that house you were building? He said, I have roofed it, but I have not plastered it. I said, who told you you need a plastering to sleep in a house? I said, pack your things. Finish one room. He told me, I have this money. I need a top up. I said, go and plaster one room. At that time, you don't need electricity because it was doom so, doom so time. <laughs> so I gave him rechargeable lamps. I said, charge it in the office and put it in your car. And go and stay there. He said, brother. I said, I'm not your brother. I am your prophet. Because if I say brother, familiarity will step into the matter. So I took the bar very high. And I say, in the context of what you are dealing with, I am not your brother. Talking to you as your prophet. He left me, went there, get masons, and finished one room. He said, the other things, we don't have a hall, so we park there. One of his friends returned from America. Called him on the phone and said, Nana, where do you live? And he said, I almost said, Oh, me fear what? And the hotel. He said, voice said, shut up. They brought him to his house. And he said, oh, is that your place? He said, yeah. He said, Charlie, my brother. You know my brother, the prophet. The way he said the thing, I was afraid. That guy, when you talk and you don't obey, anything can happen. So he said, I should come and live here. He said, Charlie, let me help you. Amen. The next time I step into his house, he has walled the house. His wife baked bread. He has done an OV. He has set his hall. Everything. If he didn't move and he went to rent, If he has faith, he can begin to build another house by the same principle. And he was there comfortable. I told him. Sometimes when I'm preaching, God brings things into my mind. 
I remember how you're going to live there. Uncompleted building. There was no even road access to the place. And as far as he went to live there, I saw that the next time I visited, I said, people have started moving into the area. Have you seen the way people have started moving into this area? Those of you who were here before we came here, nobody was around. People are moving. I promise you, by the next two years, this place will be so Faith acts. Don't sit down and keep postponing your wedding date. Ring or no ring, get married. Amen. Fix a date. Listen to me. You don't need to get an 18 carat. Go to Mokola. There are some ladies who go to Togo to bring Abyssinia. Who cares? Is it a wife you want or 22 carats? You see, your priorities are not right or you are not acting. Life is in faces. Men are in sizes. If you bite more than you can chew, it will lock up in your jaw. If you are not there, you are not there. The problem with a lot of you is that you are biting more than you can chew. And that is why you are under stress. Life is not competition. They comparing themselves among themselves and measuring themselves among themselves. The Bible said they are not wise. And if they are not wise, they are what? I didn't say it. You said it. But in case you are one of them, you put the cap on your head. You are not here to compare yourself to anybody. Cut your coat according to your length. Not your size. Even the size you can get it wrong. Stay there. No. Some people can wear very classy, nice dresses to church. Because they are there. You are not there. Some of the people wearing expensive dresses, they used to wear obroni well. So start from somewhere before you rise. Faith, yes, and faith acts. And listen, faith is not foolishness and faith is not presumptuous. Don't try to be anything God has not made you. It will be too much on you. This boy preaching to you used to wake up 4.30 and go to Cantamanto. I know every corner there. I know where we pick it. I know where we... You'll be a starch, you know. Don't say, we didn't use starch. We used Jesse Violet. We drop it in the starch. And I used to go there 4.30. We fight with those who are going to take to go and serve. You can go there those days with a hundred Ghana cities and come back with ten shirts. And let me tell you something about those shirts. When you wear them, you will never see anybody wearing one. If you are not at the boutique level, go to Kanta. 
If you graduate from Kanta, don't go to Buji, go to Togo Togo. What a blessing. Faith hears. Faith acts. Faith hears. Faith acts. Faith challenges the unknown. So you don't need to have the details before you get there. Faith challenges the unknown. Is somebody with me here today? Finally, faith defeats the enemy. Faith defeats the enemy. Ephesians chapter 6 and verse number 17. Everybody read that with me. Above everything I have preached, above the fasting, above the three days try, above the five days try, Above the six to six. Above coming to all night on Friday. Above going for everybody to lay hands on you. Take the shield of faith. Above the physical evidence. Above what you see that you don't like. Take the shield of faith. And you can be able to use that shield of faith. To quench all the fiery darts of the wicked. The Bible said, according to the NIV version of this one, Satan can spark a fire, but faith is a distinguisher. No matter what the enemy is burning around you, in addition to all the fasting, in addition to all the crying, in addition to all the nyamiache, Take up the shield of faith with which you can extinguish. Fire extinguisher. Fire extinguisher. So faith is a fire extinguisher. Anytime you call faith, fire is in your house and you are calling the fire service. Faith defeats the enemy. It defeats it. When the devil shoots his arrow, the tip has flames. Your academic excellence cannot quench it. Whom you know is not important. Above everything you are going through, take the shield of faith. They suck you from one job, take the shield of faith. The guy says he doesn't love you again, take the shield of faith. If you don't take the shield of faith, you will be a laughing stock. Above all, in addition to all this, take the shield of faith that which you can extinguish the flaming arrows of the devil. Can you please give me the message Bible with all respect if you don't mind? And now I'm ending. It's the message Bible simple say faith. I have nothing to add. Give me the amplified version. Let me show them something with the amplified version. I love it. Lift up over all the covering shield of saving faith upon which you can quench all the 
flaming missiles of the wicked one. Listen, buddy, is it not interesting that 2,000 years ago, the spiritual people understand missile? Yeah. Before North Korea came, the Bible has mentioned a missile. If you don't take the seed of faith and Satan's mister hits his targets, it means that faith is an anti-missile mechanism. Listen, I want to classify this scripture. The Bible said no weapon formed against you. It means as for the weapon, it will be formed all right. By, by anti-missile system, it cannot prosper. You can't stop the weapon from being formed, but you can stop it from prospering. It means a hitting attack. If you don't become a faith Christian, Satan will knock you off. Finally, First John chapter 5, verse 4. Listen, listen. But for God's intervention, Laban could have killed Jacob, take back his children, grandchildren, cattle that he became envious of. But this is Laban's word. He said, the God of your fathers met me. For whatsoever, whatsoever means whatsoever, is born of God. It means the person is born again. There is a mechanism in your system that once you're born of God, you overcome the world. But you need something to overcome it. Whatsoever is born of God, overcome the world. But this is the victory that overcomes the world, even our faith. So to overcome the worldly system, you must have the spirit of faith. It is faith that will let a boy you have caught her for three years say, I don't love you again. And you shake yourself and send him a text message and say, thank you very much. Thank you very much. And I promise you, next time you see me, I'll be better than the way you are looking at me. It is faith. Now listen. If the spirit of faith in you, anything you hear, it will react. This morning, I want you to pray for grace to obey and practice the things you have heard. The Lord came to me and said, son, the problem with the generation you are in is practicing of the word. I promise you all the things I'm preaching, you are jumping and shouting, I don't want to sit down. Somebody will step out the door. And the boyfriend sent me a message, I don't love you again. That? <laughs> I mean, she had time to be a fausica. Have you noticed that some people, something happened to them, they are angry with God? I don't know, Yankobo. I mean, No, my brother, boss, can't jam me. Yankobo, so I'm not sure. Foolish guy, the guy, the boy that is going to beat you in the future, I have separated instead of thanking me. Somebody shout grace. Grace to be a doer of the word. Hey, 
Some of the messages I preach here, I've put a responsibility on you. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Somebody came to a man of God who has finished preaching. Mm. And look at the man and say, don't you know? Don't you know? The man said, what? He said, don't you know? He said, what? He said, you don't you know? He said, what? He said, don't you know? That God will judge you for the things you preach? The man of God looked at him and said, don't you also know? The man said, what? He said, don't you know that God will judge you much more for the things I preach that you did not practice? The man said, oh! And I thought about it. This is the assistance. All the sower went is to sow the way. The responsibility lies on the land. You have to decide whether you are a wayside, a rocky, which one? A stony ground or a fertile You have to make a decision. Which ground are you? Listen, if I saw a bomb for seven minutes, because listen, to operate in a certain level of faith, you need grace. It's a combination. By faith are you saved through grace. Grace. He say, not works. It's not by works. It's by grace. If it is by grace, the heaven must give it to you. So some of the things we do, that is why it's difficult to copy a man walking by faith. Because grace backs it. Lord, grace to walk this faith walk. Release it upon me. And one of the things I know is that hmm, the Lord God is a sun and a shield. The Lord God will give grace and glory. No good thing would he withhold from them that walk uprightly. So when you ask him of grace, he will give it to you. Apostle Paul said, he is able to make all grace abound towards you. So that having sufficiency in all things, you may abound to every good work. Lift up your two hands. Grace. Grace. To become what God wants you to be. Grace. 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 To overcome the enemy. Faith defeats the enemy. Faith defeats the enemy. Faith defeats the enemy. Open your mouth and say, Faith defeats the enemy. Grace, lift your voice and pray. God bless you for listening. I hope you enjoyed this message. For further inquiries, contact World Prayer Center, PO Box GP21421, Accra, or telephone plus 233-303-413-703 or plus 233-303-413-705. Email us on info at wpcministries.org or visit our website at www.wpcministries.org.